You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan Ray here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so hello everybody how's everybody doing today i hope you guys are having a great great day so far um if you are staying at home and practicing proper social distancing kudos to you i know it can't always be that easy but uh one thing that i can definitely speak on personally is that I feel like this whole pandemic, like, of course, like, it, it has a lot of pros and cons to it. But uh, for me personally, and I and I think I can speak on behalf of most students, specifically university students out there who are actually going through this, like, we're all in this together, of course. Uh, but one thing that I think has, uh, has been really, really beneficial for a lot of people who do have to stay home and work or study from home is that you get to finally sleep, man. And I know um, a a lot of people out there like sleep deprivation by itself it was like a silenced global pandemic like we don't really pay attention to it but up until now you didn't even realize that you were that sleep deprived and now that you're getting a couple of more hours of sleep every day you just feel so much more refreshed and so much better like you honestly it helps with your productivity and how you feel throughout the day and honestly everything so please please if you are staying at home not to say that you have to sleep like the entire day obviously not but um, definitely take advantage of this um, and uh, just okay take the afternoon naps they're the best and just try to get uh, enough sleep yes that's all I want to say so that has definitely been uh, one of the things that I really do appreciate so far about this um, whole um, quarantine at home but also okay listen so many things went down over the past week that I'm sure a lot of you guys specifically hardcore combat sports fans out there have already heard about but yet again we're gonna be talking about it today on our episode and listen never would I ever think that I would be verbally announcing these um, updates regarding what is actually going on in the world of combat sports, specifically MMA right now. So yes, a lot of this honestly just sounds really dreamy, but trust me, it is happening. Um, Specifically, the world of MMA is uh, making it happen. So I know um, like a lot of you guys out there, when you uh, first uh, heard about a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about today, you're like, This is not happening. Like, how could this possibly happen? But trust me, I'm going to be getting into it in more detail. And I'll let you know about every single thing that we, like the whole world knows, honestly, so far, about um, what are some of the things that are going down in the world of combat was right now, specifically with this whole pandemic situation going on. So yeah, so, so excited to get into that as soon as possible today. But um I don't know, to be talking about how, because, okay, uh, we talked about how we wanted to do, like, uh, give you guys tips and whatnot about how to deal uh, physically and emotionally and mentally with this whole um, 
uh, pandemic situation and uh, I feel like every single week I've been giving you guys advice and whatnot on what to do to make yourself feel better and all of that so today this is kind of random but um I, I kind of have this feeling that I after I finish recording TKO and after I finish doing some work for school, then I'm going to sit down and uh, binge watch pretty much like all Bruce Lee movies. I don't know why. Maybe it's kind of like because uh, in my mind, it, it kind of correlates to some of the things that are happening in the real world when it comes to combat sports like to be honest with you, what is happening in MMA right now is honestly a plot of another Bruce Lee movie. So maybe that's why I'm kind of like, oh, I, I just want to watch that. It, it, just sit back and watch, just rewatch, binge watch all of those Bruce Lee movies, specifically Enter the Dragon. So I think uh, that that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested as well, definitely go ahead and uh, binge watch all those movies for yourself. And yeah, man, it's going to be fun. And I've been telling you guys i feel like every week that it'll be nice to, now that we have this time it's nice to be productive and all but also try to um take some time out of the day to just take care of yourself and um just try to entertain yourself and do the things that you absolutely love and i know specifically for combat sports fans out there this is definitely one of the things that we all do um like normally throughout the year if we do have time like through christmas break or what have you but right now i feel like it's uh, specifically one of those times that you can definitely sit back if you have the time and binge watch some of the um, uh, the best, I should say, martial arts movies that have ever been produced, including Bruce Lee movies. So yes, like I said, I hope that I actually get to get into that right after recording TKO for today. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. So anyway, um, bottom line, uh, make sure that you take care of yourself and do the things that make you feel good. It doesn't matter what it is, listening to music, meditating, uh, whatever it is, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself um, mentally, physically, and emotionally. All right, so that is our daily slash weekly dose of motivation. I know it's not quite philosophical. It's just kind of like bro science, but hey, man, listen, it works um, not just for me, but I'm sure for a lot of people out there as well. So yeah, if you want, just give it a try. Just binge watch some Bruce Lee movies. Anyway, so, oh, oh also, I, um, I know this is kind of like random, but um, I know a lot of people out there, of course, who don't have access to outdoor gyms and uh like recreational facilities anymore so yes it is it, it can be quite hard to maintain uh the amount of physical activity that you used to have before this all of this um situation so one thing that i actually came across the other day was um a uh, boxing workout tip that this guy I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him but his name is actually a big shout out to um javon wanna walton and you might recognize his name because he's actually one of the youngest boxing champions like um out there right now he he fights amateur of course but um he he made a name of himself when he was invited to i think the steve harvey show and um everybody's been praising him because he's started boxing from such a young age and now i believe he's like 12 or 13 and he's so so successful like i said he's been um, the junior champion um and boxing and uh, he also starred in a, in a few movies as well i think um if, if you guys have 
have been catching up with um, uh, the HBO show Euphoria. He also plays in Euphoria. And uh, as of right now, he's also starring in a movie. He's co-starring in a movie uh, with um, Sylvester Stallone, which is like a dream come true for almost all boxing fans out there. So that's, um, I, I really do like, um, first of all, his boxing style, but also his personality and all that. So I did come across um, one of his boxing workout tips and I actually give it a try myself because when I watch his workout routine in quarantine, um, I, I would do some of the things that he showed on camera, like you know, doing, doing the boxing drills, like do the jab and the cross and whatever, like skipping, um, going for a jog around your building, whatever it is. But also one thing that I really liked and I actually give it a try that uh, I would recommend you guys if you do want to do something hard, not, not to say super hard, but something different and unique with regards to cardio while you're staying at home and you still want to do your cardio is what Javon said was, okay, you have to go for planks, like 15 second planks. And then while you're doing a plank, right on the ground, you have to do um, jumping jacks. And then after you do that, you get up and you do bunny hops. Okay. So just imagine that you're doing a squat, but instead of just um, being static in a way, you have to jump up and down while you're in that squat position. So it honestly just looks like a bunny hop. So yeah, do the plank and then do the jumping jacks while you're on the plank and then get up and do the bunny hops for, so for do each for 15 second intervals and trust me, you will be sweating. So it is definitely something that I feel like if you haven't done before, it's quite unique and it's actually kind of fun. So yes, if you are looking for something fun to do, but also take care of your cardio in the meanwhile, definitely do the plank, the jumping jacks, and then the bunny hop. So once again, thank you to Javon Walton for his workout tip. And I'll, I'll try to share other stuff um, if, I, if I do come across them. Um, you know, any any uh, martial arts or workout tips so that you guys can definitely give them a try while you're staying at home in quarantine. So yes, that is all I want to say about that. Uh, but right now, listen, I'm just so excited to get right into everything that has been going on in the world of combat sports for the past week. So now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so first things first. Okay, I know last week, when I was talking to TKO, I was pretty disappointed because I like not just me, but a lot of people out there. We, we just weren't sure that UFC 249, which was originally um, scheduled to happen on April 18th, was going to happen ever. And this was because we heard the news that Khabib Nurmagomedov, who was one side of the fight for the main event of UFC 249 against Tony Ferguson couldn't really make the fight because he had traveled from the US to Abu Dhabi and then from Abu Dhabi to his home country of Russia because he just wasn't sure if the fight if the whole UFC 249 card was happening at all so he just wanted he just did not want to risk it and this is obviously strange times for all of us. So just like anybody else, he wanted to go back to his home country and make sure that he wasn't staying in a country that would shut all of his borders and all of its um, uh, uh, flights. So he just wanted to be home with his family and make sure that um, he's in a safe um, spot. So that's what he did. And because of that, because there's been a lot of travel bans and whatnot, 
we just knew right at that moment that Khabib Nurmagomedov could not make UFC 249, which um, made a lot of us think, okay, if Khabib can't make it, is the UFC still going to go ahead with the fight and still have someone fight against Tony Ferguson? And we weren't really sure at that point because the UFC hadn't even announced that they had a venue uh, for for the events at the, at that time, so everybody everybody was just so so disappointed, and we we're all sad, and we didn't know what to do. But lo and behold, the MMA gods listen, ladies and gentlemen. They answered our prayers because Dana White, the president of the UFC, he came out saying that yes, fight fans, the fights will be taking place at the exact same date on April eighteenth. Yes, of course, they're not going to be happening um, uh, where they were supposed to originally happen, which was in Barclay Center in Brooklyn, New York, but they will be happening. And actually, a few days ago, it was announced that the fights will be happening. And I believe it's called Taki um, Casino, which is um, located in Northern California, but it's located on tribal lands. So they wouldn't really need to uh, uh, obtain the the uh, like the uh, permission from a state athletic commission. Okay, so although it's lo- like geographically located in California, they wouldn't need to acquire the permission of the California State Athletic Commission because it is located on Native American lands. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but this is not the first time that um, MMA organizations have hosted their fights on, like in this specific casino. I believe way, way back in the day before um, Zufa, the mother company of UFC, actually purchased the UFC, um, I believe the UFC would actually host a few of their fights in this very casino because at the time UFC or rather MMA hadn't been quite legal throughout the country. So this was the only way to still have their fights while um, it was still illegal in the, in the entire country. So yes, this is, this is perfect news. And Dana White actually announced that they would, they have rented out this menu for, for a good two months, I believe. So Starting April April 18th for UFC 249, they'll be having fights as scheduled week after week after week for the next two months, which is just awesome news. And uh, when I heard this, I was elated. But uh, more specifically, something that um, I kind of alluded into in the beginning of the show, talking about Bruce Lee and um, Enter the Dragon and all that. You know, things got a little bit strange and quite um, unusual and unique, I should say, because Dana White also announced that he's working on purchasing a private island so that they can have the remainder of the UFC fights on that private island. Now, um, you're like, okay, what's the deal with Enter the Dragon and Bruce Lee? Well, if you have watched Enter the Dragon, I mean, no spoilers, it all happens like This guy, he has his island and all they do is have kung fu fights and just martial arts fights in this private island. So is Dana White trying to just do a real life Enter the Dragon? Well, I'm not really sure, but what they're doing right now, it's quite praiseable and we're going through strange times, man. Like I said, not even in my wildest dreams would I 
think of someone just buying a whole island just so they can have fights on them. But this is quite extraordinary, and I do praise Dana White for his courage and boldness. And of course, as you can imagine, a lot of people have come out and said that this is just absolute stupidity. Specifically, um, Eddie Hearns, who uh, I'm, I've talked about him few times in our show before, he is the president of Matchroom Boxing, which is a boxing promotion company um, who covers people like heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua in the UK. Eddie Hearns has come out and called Dana White really, really stubborn uh, because of his decision to still uh, move ahead with all the fights that were initially planned amid this whole global pandemic. He's saying that, okay, a lot of us out here have put up the white flag and we've kind of surrendered to the virus, but Dana White is just so stubborn. And despite the fact that a lot of people are saying that you shouldn't really do this, he's still going to move ahead and do what he wanted to do in the first place. Um, And listen, I feel like like, most, mostly I would say like 60%, I do agree with what Dana White is doing right now. Of course, as a fight fan, how could you not be happy that the fights are still proceeding despite all the setbacks, right? But at the same time, uh, I really do hope that the UFC puts in proper measures to do the proper testings for COVID-19, right? So that when the fighters are actually fighting, they don't like they don't contract COVID-19 while they're fighting their opponents because we all know how fights are specifically MMA fights they're not always the most hygienic there's blood and sweat and almost tears and there's a lot of things going on in the octagon there's close proximity um and the fight while in regular society everybody's like okay social distancing like you have to maintain your physical distance of two meters with the other person regardless of who that person is but in the fight in the octagon we have two people just going at it just grappling with each other, which is just full-on contact. And yeah, bottom line, it's a lot of contact. So I really do hope that the UFC brings on proper measures um, from whatever it is in America, whether it's public health over there in the US or whatever organization that is responsible for uh, putting out tests, proper tests, so that the fighters can be properly tested prior to the fights. And if they do test negative for COVID, then they're able to move on and um, actually perform the fight against their opponents. And I think this is the only um, logical way to do it. Otherwise, you can't just have fights and people fighting each other and then just catching COVID and they getting sick. And you definitely don't want that specifically if you're a fighter. And this is the only way that you can actually professionally make money and put food on the table for a family. Obviously, do not want that. And so actually speaking of testing, although not uh, testing on the virus, but USADA, the United States Anti-Doping Agency, has said that they're on board still with the UFC and that they would still be performing anti-doping tests to make sure that the fighters aren't doping um, uh, during this whole situation and that the fights are still conducted clean um, uh, uh, when the fighters are fighting in um, Taki Casino or on the private islands. But I'm not sure if this actually falls within the realms of USADA, but uh, yeah, I just hope that they actually test for COVID-19 before they're allowed 
allowed to fight in the octagon. That's all I hope. But other than that, I am all for it. And like I said, who isn't excited for all these fights finally going to happen after uh, how, how long has it been? Like a month of layoff and so many fights being canceled because of this whole global pandemic. But like I said, if all hygienic and health precautions are taken, then I am all for it. So yes, um, the fights will be happening. And uh, actually, I forgot to mention this, but yes, I did mention that Tony Ferguson, excuse me, Khabib won't be coming to the fights. He cannot leave Russia at this point. But the UFC has finally um, secured a short notice opponent for Tony Ferguson, and that is the one and only Justin Gaethje. And uh, I don't know if Justin Gaethje has been uh, actually training for this fight as a backup fighter in case Khabib or Tony couldn't make it to the fight, and then someone like Justin Gaethje could just step in and save the day. I really hope that is the case because I, especially right now, because all the gyms are closed down and I'm sure a lot of fighters wouldn't be doing the things that they would regularly do for their fight camps so yeah it is going to be a little bit challenging in terms of training but I really do hope that Justin Gaethje had, hadn't stopped training and has been consistently keeping his body warm and on sh in shape while um, he didn't even know that he was supposed to be having this fight against Tony Ferguson. So I really do hope that that is the case. I, we surely do not want to see Justin Gaethje come into the fight and not be in shape and just getting finished. Hopefully not, but potentially getting finished uh, in the early rounds against Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson has been training all this time. And um, one thing that we can be sure of is that he's so, so ready right now. And he, he, I feel like he wouldn't really care who he's going to be fighting off against at this point. And uh, the fact that he's going to be fighting off against Justin Gaethje, I think it's also going to be a good challenge for him. Because Justin Gaethje, he's not, when you compare his style to the style of Khabib, I feel like they're totally opposite. Khabib is a wrestler. That's what he favors in his fights. He wants to take you down and then finish you through ground and pound. But Justin Gaethje, overall, I think he's he's a really well-rounded fighter. But he most specifically does a lot of uh, good striking. And actually, Justin Gaethje has actually been regarded as one of the most violent strikers uh, right now in the UFC roster, which is definitely something to consider. Because before, like I said, for Khabib, Facing Tony Ferguson, uh, we mostly expected Tony Ferguson to be the offensive player and come out with all the deadly, deadly strikes. But right now, hmm, things are going to be definitely a, a little bit more interesting when it comes to striking because Justin Gaethje, he's almost at the same level when it comes to striking um, uh, uh, just inexhaustibly against his opponent and I think it is going to be one good fight to watch this one because if they do decide that the fight is going to be mostly conducted standing up it is going to be a war of gladiators for sure and um, Justin Gaethje uh, again another thing to point out for him is that he's not the type to ever 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 give up doesn't matter how bloodied up he gets doesn't matter how violent the fight gets um, he will still keep coming forward and uh, I, I, wanna, I don't know if I should say fortunately or unfortunately, 
Tony Ferguson is the exact same way, if not even more resilient, because Tony Ferguson, not only is he unorthodox when he fights his opponent, so you can never really predict what is going to be coming towards you when you're fighting Tony Ferguson, which I think is um, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people try to not fight him, even if they're all, even if they are scheduled to fight against him. But I think Justin Gaethje, he's um, the fact that he stepped up, even short notice, right now just shows you how how courageous he is and the fact that he really really wants it and also it also tells you that he's not scared of what the outcome is going to be he just he just wants to go in there give it give it his best and see if he's going to be 20 percent or not and um he, that's just the type of person that he is and uh, especially right now uh, i'm sure a lot of people do praise him for the fact that he has decided to step up short notice and fight someone so tough and dangerous as Tony Ferguson. So it is going to be a very, very exciting fight. So next week, you guys, we are going to be specifically and exclusively breaking down UFC 249 because, yes, that that will be fight week, like official fight week. And uh, there's so many great other fights that are going to be happening on the undercard and also the preliminary card of UFC 249 happening uh, in, uh, in Taki Casino, I should say, in California. Yes, uh, that's the best way to put it at this point. Uh, but yes, I don't want to get into it right now but uh you know okay next week is going to be really really exciting so make sure that you mark it down on your calendars because next week's breakdowns finally we're having breakdowns after a whole month of not breaking down any fight so i'm so so excited for it make sure like i said mark it down on your calendars and tune into next week's episode because it's going to be really really exciting and interesting anyway so oh actually other than that um one thing to know is that the co-main event of the evening which was a fight between actually a rematch between Rose Namajunas and Jessica Andrade for a strawweight uh, bout women's strawweight bout it's uh, Rose Namajunas has actually pulled out of the bout and we're not really sure why at this point but um, again, I'll let you guys know if Jessica Andrade is going to be fighting someone else in short notice but yeah, that's the other news that I want to break uh, to you guys. I was actually kind of excited for that fight. I'm kind of disappointed because I really do like Rose Namajunas, but it is what it is again. Uh, you have to respect the decisions of other fighters. I know um, not everybody can actually come to that Taki Casino and uh, fight their usual fights. Some people are actually pulling out because like I said, they don't know that they're actually going to be putting on their best performance given that they're fighting in such, uh, like I said, extraordinary times and uh, unusual training camps for sure. So yeah, man. Okay. I hope that kind of eased your disappointments, so to speak, because like I said, last week we were all kind of um, down and not feeling that good because we were really sure if any fight was supposed to happen. But now we know for the next two months, we will be having fights and they are going to be great. And one thing that you can definitely count on and something that is definitely guaranteed is that anything that comes up or any update that uh, is actually announced regarding any fight or any combat sports organization, we will be breaking it to you guys during the pandemic. 
So yes, like I said, next week we're going to be breaking down UFC 249. Make sure you catch up with it. And I'm just looking at the clock right now, you guys. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and also to SoundCloud and iTunes to download our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.